Welcome to today's episode where we are going to be talking about this one mental shift that is actually the foundation to success. So stay tuned. Welcome to Embody Your Best Life. This is the place where we're going to clarify everything that you no longer need to truly release everything that is weighing you down to be able to shine bright and create your amazing goals. My name is Dina Marabi. I am a business and body balance coach, and you are going to be receiving in all these episodes proven scientific and successful ways to help you get unstuck and actually make things happen. And I'm so excited to have you here. And let's get started with today's episode. Welcome, welcome, welcome to today's episode. I am so excited to be here kickstarting season two of Embody Your Best Life podcast. So before we get into today's topic, I just want to see how it is crazy that I launched this podcast in October of 2020, and I was inspired to launch season two in October 2021. There was something about this month of let it be the fall season, let it be having more time in terms of being in the business and sharing my message that it is an inspirational month. So I'm really happy to be here for a second season and I am so honored to have you here. So let's get down to business because time is money, (laughs) time is success. And I do want to share this one thing in terms of starting the season two of the focus we're going to be having for season two, which is creating that shit from the inside out. And one of the most important things that has helped me create success in my life and that has helped my clients create success in their their life is this one mental shift that is the foundation of success. Because yes, you need the knowledge. Yes, you need the strategies. Yes, you need support. Yes, you need to take the actions. But all that will not be fruitful in a certain way. If you do not, as I'm going to be sharing today, do this one thing first and foremost, which is taking 100% responsibility of your life. So let that sit in. Taking 100% responsibility of your life. And when I look back at the success I had in my life, of the struggles that I had and the change that I created, It was in those moments where I actually decided that I was the creator of my life. I was the owner of my life. I took the responsibility of making the change for me and not expecting anybody to come and save me. And that is something that has transformed my life. And if that is something that you are seeking to change, it is going to be something very crucial. As I drink a little bit of water here, everything is done live. And the truth, honesty of everything that I'm here, I'm sharing. Because let's get into this topic, what it means being 100% responsible for our life. We cannot change the events in our life, okay? There's going to be many things changing, like the weather. And we cannot go and change the weather, change gravity, change people around us, changing the environment in a certain way. Certain things we can, but certain things we cannot. But the one thing that you have full power on that nobody can ever take away from you is to change your responses to those events to create the outcome that you seek every single time. Because the events on the outside are very often 
not something that you have control of in the beginning. There is a type of, you know, decluttering in terms of your environment that we're going to talk in future episodes. But when you understand that the way that you respond to an event is what actually creates the outcome. Because there's two types of looking at this equation, right? And I read this in, um, I always keep forgetting the book, um, The Success Principles. Hmm. I should really like, it's an amazing book if you want to read it. It's amazing for your life. It's amazing for your business. And they had this phrase, this like equation, event plus response equals outcome. It is simple, but yet I'm going to give you other layers with my experience. And this is a difference between being a victim of your environment or being the victor of your environment. You can choose. And let's talk about examples. The reason why this is amazing right now in terms of social media, because we get to know a lot of the people around us, the social media influencers, the media, the speakers, motivational people, like all these amazing people who can actually understand what their story is. And a lot of the people that actually are out there that we hear about, they had tragic things in their youth happen to them. But the outcome of where they are right now is amazing. Let's look at Oprah, Tony Robbins, Mel Robbins, Martin Luther King, Rosa Parks, just to name a few. They had events happen in their life that they couldn't change. But the way that they responded to certain events, certain comments, certain situations, changed the outcome for them and for the world. So if these amazing people did not change their response to an event that they saw as unfair, unhealthy, and unacceptable, and they were able to change the world for us, imagine what you can do to change your world and other people's worlds if you're a coach. So this is the thing. You just have to decide to change the response to events that happened or that are happening in your life today. We need to change the response of past events coping mechanisms, and as well, change the response of how we deal with situations today. Let me give you a better example, because now we're talking about like Oprah and Tony Robbins. These are like amazing people that I look up to because I'm like, wow, they had their struggles and look where they are right now. So if they can do it, I can too, right? So let's look in terms of emotional eating. I know in terms of everything we can talk about, it's for your health, for your relations, for your business. But I'm bringing a lot of things back in terms of our relationship with food because a lot of people struggle with stress eating, emotional eating, weight, health issues. And when you're able to understand this, it's going to help you really understand how much you have more power over everything that's happening in your life. Let's look at emotional eating, for example. Very often people believe emotional eating is lack of willpower, lack of motivation. It has nothing to do with that, okay? It says it, emotional eating, overeating, stress eating, binge eating. All those are actually responses to a stressful event, a stressful event so that you can calm down, right? So you're stressed, you're anxious, you're depressed, even you're excited. And the outcome that you want, you want to be calm, you want to be soothed, you want to be happy. So the response is, I eat, if we're looking in terms of that equation. But the thing when we look in terms of that, the outcome of that calmness you have, that might be moment, like a moment, like a split second of, ah, oh, I feel good, I ate, I'm calm, I have my serotonin, all those you know, happy hormones released because I eat carbs. 
And then there's that negativity, stress, anger that you turn to food, feeling bloated, feeling fat, feeling lazy, like all those feelings, I totally get them. I went through that when I was struggling with my body 20 years ago. And then there's a loop, right? So then you get this calmness outcome, but then actually gives you more of that stress, which is that event. And then you do more of the response, which is the eating. And then it's like a vicious cycle, right? So when you need to look at the emotional eating, there's an emotional aspect, right? But there's also another thing that you need to look at the outcome. You want to look at bigger than just that calmness. And when you look at it in that way, you're like, okay, so when I'm stressed and I turn to food, I think I'm calm, but then I'm actually worse. What kind of outcome do I want? And how can I change my responses in between, right? Stress will always happen. Let's be honest. Let's let's sit with this. Stress is always going to happen, right? Events, uncontrollable circumstances. It's like the weather. We don't know what's going to happen, but it's going to change and we get ready. We get dressed for it, right? Or we change countries. (laughs) We want to change the weather completely where we live. But we have to get dressed for the situation. We have to get dressed for the weather. So the same thing, you want to get dressed for that event. You need to know how to physically take care of you, how to emotionally take care of you. And that's the responses you're changing. So you're able to create a different outcome. You need to change what you can, accept what you can't, create the responses to give you the right outcome of the bigger picture. You see where we're going with this, with the emotional eating as an example? Because stress is always going to be happening. Life is happening. We can't just put it on pause. But what you can do is changing the way that you respond to it. And this is something that I tell all my clients. What happens in terms of an outcome, it's very often 1% the event that happened and 99% of how you responded to that event. It's not the event. Because it is the event, I would not right now be free from the binge eating, stress eating. I would not have lost the weight that I had gained. I was almost close to 200 pounds. I was like, I can't tip over that. For five foot three, that's really heavy on my joints, on my back, on my self-esteem, on my confidence. And I decided to create a change. I couldn't, I could not change the stress. I could change certain events like dieting and restricting and being hungry that will always make you overeat. But the emotional situations that made me turn to food, I cannot change those, but I can change the way I respond to them. And as well, I can decide who should stay in my world and who shouldn't, right? Because this is your life. You can decide who's in it and who's not in it. And if I'm able to do it, you are able to do it. See somebody who created a goal that you wanted. If they can do it, you can do it. And you might be thinking the resources, the time, the education. Everybody starts by making this decision of taking 100% responsibility of their life. And when you do that, This is where you're going to create a big transformation. And this can happen anytime, any day, any age, any moment. It's never too late unless you have passed on to the next life. So you might be curious, how can we start taking responsibility, right? Because you might be like, that's it. I'm taking responsibility. Then you're like, well, how how do I do that? So I'll give you a bit of pointers. And if you're interested about knowing more, again, message me. I would love to dive deeper into these topics. Already some of them coming up in the next few weeks. But I'll give you a bit of an overview to help you kind of understand, okay, this is the work that needs to be done. So one of the things to help you take responsibility 
is to give up all the excuses or the blaming. We need to stop labeling ourselves as a victim. So I know certain events might have been hard. If there's any trauma in your past, I totally understand how hard that can be. But the trauma and the outcome that you want, we need to find the right responses for you to still create an amazing life. A lot of people that lived some traumas became coaches to help other people. Me, my trauma was struggling with eating disorders, anorexia. I had a stint of bulimia, if I can say that, for like a day or two. And then I fell into binge eating disorder. It was a traumatic experience going through the weight changes, the way people were interacting with me, the way I was secluded from a lot of events just because of my eating and my weight struggles that I was going through and the bullying and the intimidation. It created a big trauma in me. But I had a decision to make that I stopped giving up the excuses. I stopped blaming people of intimidating me and bullying me. And I decided what kind of life that I wanted and I made the change to go there. I decided to take ownership of my life and not the victim of the circumstances. So I get it. There's different types of traumas, different types of events, but we can start lighter. There's always different levels you can see your life, but giving up all the excuses, like I don't have time, now's not the right time, I don't have the investment. Um, one thing like a lot, like I'm, I'm, I'm too fat to go to the gym and I'm just using really words that I used to have, like I'm too fat to go to the gym, I'm too fat to go dating. Um, I'm too fat to be hired as, as, as a coach. Like there's all these things I was telling myself and my clients tell me, and it's like too fat compared to like, why, why are we labeling ourselves as an excuse of letting that affect us? How can we take ownership, take responsibility and have a victor type of mindset? And what comes with that is as well, forgiving the past. Forgiving the past is not forgetting the past, but it's accepting that what's done is done, what's happened, it happened. And right now you have this possibility of shifting your life and getting back on track of where you want to go and really be fierce in that vision of your future. The third thing I would recommend is when we're taking 100% ownership and responsibility of our life, we need to shift the things in terms of how we see situations. So sometimes we might see get a bump in the road. We might try a different response. We still get, you know, an outcome that we don't like. And we might see it as a failure. But imagine if you see every bump on the road as a lesson. It's like, huh, when this happened, I overate. When this happened, I reacted this way. Hmm, how can I learn from this? How can I do things differently next time to get the result that I want? Oh, and I'm really starving and I go to a party, I'm just going to eat everything inside. Huh, imagine if I eat before the party and I'm calm and I'm able to enjoy it. You see how the brain is? So you want to go beyond just that outcome of feeling good is what kind of empowered outcome do you want in your life from whatever event that you're finding in your life? The fourth thing, the fourth big thing, and this actually should be like number one in big lights everywhere. You need to be loving and patient with yourself. You got to cut yourself some slack. What happened, happened. You didn't know better. Maybe you did know better and you didn't create the change. Having that guilt that you should have done the change before is not going to change anything. Remember number one, give up all the excuses, the, the blaming and the guilt. There's no space for it. 
Giving yourself love and patience is one of the most important things that I had to do for me to kind of take care of myself like I would take care of my clients. When my clients had a hard week, they're like, Dina, they had a bad week. You're not going to be happy. And I'm like, what? Are you okay? What happened? How can I help you? It's okay. You're learning. You're growing. You're evolving. You're testing things. It's okay. When you look at technology that we have, they didn't get it right from the first try. Everybody that I mentioned before, they did not get everything perfect from the first try, but they believed in their greater mission. They took 100% responsibility and they as well created love and patience and compassion towards themselves because creating this journey of taking ownership takes so much love. The love of your future, the love of your present, the love of your life, pretty much. And let's look at the fifth one. One way to take responsibility is to actually start being the person who created what you wanted in the here and now. So being, thinking, eating, breathing, moving, exactly as the outcome that you want. So we're not waiting, for example, so I'm using a lot of examples because it comes to mind with some of my clients. They're waiting for the weight loss to go to the gym, but going to the gym can actually help the weight loss. So when you have this outcome, this vision, this mission that you want, you want to do what needs to get done to help you get there. You might have an event, like you woke up too late, and the response, you're like, I'm not going to, I don't have time to exercise. And the outcome, you're feeling blah. You're feeling sluggish, you're feeling bloated because you didn't exercise. So the event, I wake up late. Response, I can't work out in the morning. I'm going to work out maybe at lunch. I'm going to go take a walk. I'm going to do 20 jumping jacks. You mean something that small will make an outcome of you getting farther in terms of your goal of reaching your goals, of feeling fit and strong. And this is how we're seeing it. We need to look at our life in a certain way like an experiment and testing things and trying new things. Because when I look at the past 20 years, even longer, 25 years, from anorexia to bulimia to binge eating to being a normal eater, it didn't happen overnight. I did not do this one thing and it worked perfectly because everybody is so different. Everybody is unique. Everybody is kind of like a snowflake in a certain way. And I had to have love and compassion and trust that I need to try different things. I need to see what works and what doesn't. And I had to do more of what worked and less of what didn't. And then when my life changed, as I was getting older, different jobs, different relationships, different um, hormonal changes, like so many things can happen in your life that I needed to always be adapting and evolving and growing. Because whatever I was doing in my 20s that helped me we're not working in my 30s because I was a different person with different goals, different metabolism, different everything. So I always had to adapt. And by having love and compassion for myself and being in this testing phase and saying, I'm going to give this a try. And if it doesn't work, I'm going to be loving and compassionate to myself. But I'm going to see, oh, this did not work. So this is not for me. This worked. Wow, let me do more of that. And that's what taking 100% responsibility is because nobody can force you to do the actions. Nobody can force you to change the way that you're thinking, only you can change from the inside out. Because you only have control over your thoughts, your actions, and your inner vision. So you always want to keep the vision of the outcome that you want to reach front and center. 
You need to make sure that your thoughts are aligned to keep you in this fun, experimental, learning and growing way of thinking. And you want to bring the actions that will help you move closer and getting the outcome that you seek. And when you're able to bring this kind of process in, everything changes. But as I said, taking 100% responsibility, for some people, it's a big pill to swallow. Trust me, it's not that big. When I actually claim that, and I claim that every single day, I am the leader of my life. I can dictate where my day is going. I'm going to have certain things deviate me left and right, but I keep my eye on the prize. I keep my vision forward, and I keep going no matter what. And when you have this deep sense of knowing and loving and excitement for that outcome, bumps on the road will just be lessons to learn. That's it. It's not a failure. The only failure we can actually have is having all these goals and not bringing them to fruition by the time that we move on to the next life. But other than that, from now until then... It's always bumps in the road that we can actually grow and learn and evolve. And I would love if there's somebody that you're looking up to, read their biography, follow them, get into their life, understand that everybody has hard times. There's been ups and downs in my life. Everybody has ups and downs. But the thing is, the downs are learned and not a crash. And then we move up. And then we learn and then we keep moving up, right? Moving up and forward. This is the aim of our life. Ah, so that is today's episode of starting out the season two of Embody Your Best Life podcast. And if I'm going to leave you with something today, let me have a little sip of water. I want you to re-listen to this podcast. I want you to kind of sit back and saying, okay, what kind of life do I want? What are the things that got in the way or I thought they got in the way? But why did they get in the way and what was the response about it, right? And we cannot change those things coming. Some of them we can. We'll talk about that in future episodes. But we can always change our response to it all the time. Your actions, your thoughts are all within you to change and expand. Sorry if there's, there's a kid screaming in the background. I don't know what's happening playing time. So it's always looking at that. And if you're able to have this love and compassion and saying, you know, I'm taking ownership because you have this one life, this one body, this one brain, let's use it to your best life. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have any questions, reach out to me on social media. I love to know who my community is and I will catch you in the next episode. If you are loving this content and you want more, do not hesitate to follow me over on social media at Dina Mervi and as well over on my website, dinamervi.com. And as well, I have an amazing gift for you. I would truly be grateful for you to share an amazing review right here about this podcast to inspire others to tune in and to change their life. And by sharing your amazing review, do not forget to screenshot it before you send it. Email it to us, info at dinamervi.com. And I have amazing guided meditations to send to you that will truly transform your life. So I cannot wait to connect with you and I will see you in the next episode.